Hail Mary, full of grace. Come on, Brother Max. 20 Hail Marys. Let's go. Three. This is Ask, Seek, Knock with Brother Max and Brother Felipe. Good morning, everyone, or afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are listening to us. So we were talking about the topic of listening. And from what we said last time, you know, we talked about the conscience, uh, hearing God through the voice of your conscience. From what we said last time, you could think that maybe uh, it's just kind of you and your conscience and you discern, which obviously is very important, but we don't want to leave it there because discernment is not just a do-it-yourself thing. Now, obviously, in that case, we should really emphasize that you're not just doing it with yourself. You're really trying to see what God is asking you through your conscience. But in that search for objectivity and in that search for guidance, you know, really coming from God, one of the age-old traditions of the church is spiritual direction. So today we wanted to mention spiritual direction and talk a little bit a little bit about that, its importance, how it helps us, and maybe some some temptations that can come when we're contemplating or thinking about spiritual direction. Yeah. If you notice, we started off with a whistle being blown and I was telling Brother Max to Come on, let's go. Do those 20 Hail Marys. And it sounded like he was doing push-ups and saying Hail Marys at the same time <laughs> or tough. something. It was tough. <laughs> but the reason why we started with that is because just as in sports, you need a coach to help you excel and really become a great athlete. The same thing in the spiritual life. The same thing in our relationship with God. We don't go alone. It's not a self-help tool when you learn this discernment stuff. Really, no one who takes anything seriously tries to just do it by themselves, right? Usually you you look for a coach, a mentor, you know, your apprentice to a Jedi Knight or something like that. <laughs> um, because we know that you don't just kind of find bits of knowledge and put it together somehow by yourself. But those who have gone before us show us kind of the path that you have to go through in order to get there. So whether you're an Olympian, um, a singer, maybe you play an instrument, you know, all those things are are kind of analogous to this idea of spiritual direction in the spiritual life. And even Michael Jordan needed somebody to help him to become the great athlete, the greatest basketball player ever in history that he became. Growing up, I loved watching basketball. I'm a great basketball fan. And one of the role models I looked up to was Phil Jackson, the coach of Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Phil Jackson wrote this book called The 11 Rings to Success. And it's interesting because Phil Jackson gives the example of how he helped Michael Jordan to figure out what was happening around him and to adjust to the moment. He says, Michael Jordan expected his teammates to perform at his level, even though there were only a handful of players in the league who could meet that standard. I encouraged him to take a fresh look at his role on the team and try to envision ways he could serve as a catalyst to get all the players to work together. I simply pushed him to think about the problem in a different way, mostly by asking him questions about the impact that this or that strategy might have on the team. How do you think Scottie Pippen or Horace would feel if you did this, I would say. I treated him like a partner, and slowly he began to shift his way of thinking. So if we're discerning our vocation and we're discerning the big decisions and even the small decisions in our life, we're looking for God's will. And we're doing that because we want to be saints, because we want to let God make this great story that he wants to show to the entire world, this story of holiness, this story of God's love. And in the same way that Michael Jordan became the greatest basketball player in history, with the accompaniment of somebody there to help him. We need somebody in our spiritual life, in our relationship with God to help us distinguish when God is speaking and when he wasn't speaking. Yeah, that's spiritual direction. That spiritual coaching uh, that's helping us to see what God wants from us. That's helping us 
know how to be holy, how to interpret the word of God in our life. There's a good example of this in scripture. You're probably familiar with it, and it's the disciples on the road to Emmaus. After the death of Jesus, some of his disciples are dejected, disappointed, and are leaving Jerusalem to perhaps restart their lives somewhere else. So Jesus walks along with them, and it says, And then he said to them, O foolish men, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them and all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So what I want to underline here is the accompaniment of Jesus, right? Christ walks alongside them, accompanies them, and interprets the word of God, interprets the scriptures in their lives, interprets the word of scriptures concerning himself, helps them to understand the plans of God, the designs of God. What happens in spiritual direction? Through your spiritual director, through the accompaniment of somebody else, of your spiritual coach, so to speak, God helps you to see something that you never really saw before. One time I was in spiritual direction and I was sitting there and I was talking with my spiritual director and I showed him this image of the sacred heart of Jesus. And I said, look, father, this is who Jesus is for me. And I just pointed at the little image. And then my spiritual director, he said, and that's who you are to Jesus. And then I was like, whoa. And I, I immediately, I wrote down what he said. So spiritual direction provides us with a kind of clarity and objectivity. It helps us see things a little bit more clearly. Uh, it's kind of like I mentioned earlier uh, in, an, in an earlier podcast, uh, the example of the puzzle, right? So our, sometimes our lives are kind of like a puzzle that we're, we're trying to piece together, but we can't see the box of the puzzle, right, that we're working on. So we're not completely sure what it looks like yet. So this is kind of like doing that puzzle with your spiritual director, right? Or with someone else who, who is really good at puzzles and he's helping you piece it together. Maybe he's done the puzzle before. Maybe he's seen a lot of puzzles that are similar. Maybe he's really good at just finding edge pieces. I don't know. So really, he's, he's like doing that puzzle with you. So it's that type of accompaniment that the spiritual director gives us. And the spiritual director helps us to be objective by giving us his point of view. Uh, when sometimes in the spiritual life, we can have the temptation to maybe see things from our own way and, and maybe it's not entirely objective. There's so many stories of saints trying to be holy and I don't know, maybe doing something a little bit imprudent, you know, like I'm going to fast for 40 days like Jesus in the <laughs> desert and whatever. I'm going to whip and myself every night before I go to bed. I'm going to whip myself, yeah, like all the time. So we don't want to dampen your desire to be holy. But on the other hand, the spiritual director helps us to be objective and prudent and really to see things from God's point of view, which is the most important, right? The other temptation could be just to be really, you know, a little bit too lazy. And the spiritual director is there to help us see that objectively as well. Yeah, there's this great quote from St. Francis de Sales. My spiritual director is my doctor who diagnoses me so I can heal. You know, just think of weightlifting. When I was in high school, I took a weightlifting class. Really? I'm not, not really sure if you can tell, but... <laughs> <laughs> spiritually strong. I'm spiritually strong. When I was in high school, I took this weight training class. And the main rule, one of the main rules, sorry, one of the main rules that we had in the class was never weightlift alone. Always have a spotter. A spotter is basically somebody who's there to help you when you're about to max out, right? So say I'm on the bench press and I'm benching 10 reps of 50 pounds, whatever. That's pretty weak. But imagine I'm, I'm, I'm pressing and I get to nine and I can't lift up the bar anymore. It's really dangerous if I don't have anybody there because if I'm about to max out, I don't have enough strength to put the bar up. It's just going to fall right on my chest. 
So I need a spotter. I need somebody who's behind me to help me pull up the bar and rest it. I mean, at the same time, the spotter is also there to encourage you who believes in you and knows that you can do more than you're handling. You know, he'll probably be there and tell you, come on, one more, two more. I know you can do it. Our spiritual director has that same role that he helps us in our moments of, of crisis, in those moments when we just feel like we can't grow any closer to God, that God is not there, etc. Our spiritual director is there to help us rest the bar, you know, to sort of help us rest our head on the chest of Christ, to really let him be the king of our hearts. And at the same time, he's also there to encourage us, you know, to keep going. He's also there because he knows that we can do more. He knows that we can pray more. He knows that there's so much more that we can do to really be those apostles that Christ is calling us to be. And I think it can be a temptation, you know, to lift alone sometimes when you think you know some things about the spiritual life or about discernment or, you know, what you want to do with your life. But as we said, when it comes to the spiritual life, we really need someone else to help us lift those weights. We see, we've seen that saints have sought guidance, popes have sought guidance. In fact, many popes recommended guidance, including the last three, at least the last three popes. Yeah, Pope Francis is really huge on it too. So spiritual direction is highly recommended by the church, by Catholic tradition, and helps us so, so much to see things with God's eyes, from God's point of view. So again, it can be a bit of a temptation to go it alone, but remember the spiritual life is never do it yourself, and that we need that spotter, we need that person helping us to put together the puzzle. And in fact, it's it's neither the person helping you, the spiritual director, or yourself. It's God, it's the Holy Spirit, it's his grace. We're trying to let it come into our hearts and transform us. This is Ask, Seek, Knock with Brother Felipe and Brother Max. Catch you next time and God bless you. God bless you.